Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard and welcome to season three of the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I chat with Damien about letting go, surrendering, the role that the ego plays in holding on to things that we just want to let go of and the means by which we can do that. I think everybody will get something out of this one. Enjoy. So I have a question um, around surrendering and uh, letting go, uh, particularly with um, like past relationships, tools and um, ways of sort of moving forward with that. Um, also, if it's the ego sort of controlling the situation um, or something deeper that you, you wouldn't be aware of. Mm. The ego is definitely complicit. And when we talk about ego, I, we, we have a, a great episode on the ego structure in season one, I think. And listeners might like to refer to that to kind of create some deeper context to what I'm about to share. But I'll do a kind of brief overview of um, ego. Uh, it's my perspective that the ego is the, uh, the sense of self. And that is essential. To have a sense of self is essential as a human being. And uh, in the West, there are Eastern, Eastern philosophies that have been popularized that I believe are misconceptions and misinterpretations that what we're seeking to do in our pursuit for enlightenment is to eliminate, annihilate the self. However, what one experiences as they move into higher states of consciousness is that it's not that the self becomes eliminated, it's just that the self expands and becomes increasingly more broad, deep, and more inclusive, where one begins to identify with the greater field of reality as the self. One's sense of self captures in the net of its awareness all things. Furthermore, reconciles what appears to be in direct opposition, recognizing that everything is on a spectrum of expression. What appears to be opposites are actually two ends of a, of a spectrum. Two parts of one whole thing. And so there is no split or separation. Therefore, there is no need to get rid of. Because we'd only want to get rid of something that is blocking the truth. But the truth is, the deepest truth is, the sense of self is something that is whole and complete and enmeshed in the very fabric of reality, all things. And so when we're talking about the ego as something that is that negates the experience of our true self. Actually, what we're referring to is a distortion of the ego, a distorted ego that I refer to as an ego structure, something that we've constructed, something that is being constructed as a result of the conditioning of the environment that we grew in, grew up in. The parenting, school, society, all of these things contributed to the ideas of who we think we are as opposed to the direct experience of who and what we are and how to understand that. So when you're talking about how to let go, the big question is letting go of what? I'm assuming what you're referring to is feelings and ideas that keep you trapped in a cycle of suffering, wanting something that just causes misery. 
that causes you to be stuck and trapped in something that you, you no longer wish to experience. The desire to let go is the desire to be free of something that's got you trapped. Would that be correct to yeah. say? Yep. So, and you asked, is it the ego? It is the distorted ego that tends to hold on to things that aren't good for us. And that's only because the ego hasn't yet been exposed to the deeper truth of what is truly good for us. And in the same way that we know, as an extreme example, it is not uncommon for someone to remain in an abusive relationship when given the choice to leave because that's all they know. They would rather stay in familiar misery than step into the unknown. The fear of the unknown is greater than the preemptive you know, violence and misery. At least I know it. I'm familiar with it. The one becomes so vulnerable and bereft of confidence that they would willingly remain in a prison, a miserable prison, then grasp their freedom and confront, be confronted with the possibility that they have no capacity, they're completely incompetent to participate in life which is at the heart of that psychology. And so we experience this in less extreme ways, in varying degrees, all the time, in terms of our deliberate participation in things that we know aren't good for us. We choose not to let them go because we don't know what the replacement is or we are afraid of what we will become in the absence of what it is that we are familiar with. And so the holding on is just a, a fear-based reaction that says it's actually safer to just keep staying here. At least it's familiar. It's what we know. Letting go when we've made the decision, when we've truly made the decision to let go and find ourselves still struggling to do so, is the result of entrainment, neurological entrainment. We've trained the brain through conditioning, through repetition. Whatever we've been doing on high, high repeat becomes, as they say, hardwired. But hardwired implies that it can't change. Everything can change. Anything in the brain can change. We understand this now. The brain changes, and it changes very quickly um, with the right conditions and so if you've arrived at a place where mentally and emotionally you've accepted the unsustainability of a thing that you want to move on from and despite the pain and despite the the enthusiasm the willingness to grow you find yourself consumed by thoughts of holding on or at least regret from not being able to in some way all it is, is the brain playing the same song over and over again. It's just what it's used to. And what you need to do is expose yourself to a new song. And the new song is a clear affirmation of what it is you actually desire to experience. 
and the, I'd use the word again, the diligence and the vigilance. The vigilance to notice when you're playing out the old song that you feel trapped by, and then the diligence to deliberately shift, change the channel on the, on the, on the radio to, to turn it to the song that you want to play. Or let's just be more modern. <laughs> you know, skip. <laughs> skip track. <laughs> skip track to the playlist you want to listen to. It's the old playlist somehow jumped in. Skip it, put it on the, on the new playlist. And the mechanics of that is connecting with intent. And what you're confronted with when you connect with the intention to actually no longer be with this suffering, with this narrative. What you're confronted with is the aspects of your psyche that aren't yet totally convinced that letting go is such a good idea. And this is where we get very intimately acquainted with the issue. Oh, there's an aspect of me that isn't letting go because I'm not convinced that letting go is a good idea. And there is what is referred to, a term that is referred to, particularly as it pertains to relationships, but we can also apply it to ourselves. a codependency, where two parties agree to um, ignore what is unsustainable and support each other in behavior that not hold each other accountable to confronting what is unsustainable. I'll agree to not look at that thing over there that you do if you agree not to look at this thing that I do. And this codependent dynamic is the thing that keeps us trapped. And there is a, a false sense of security that is cultivated in a codependency. And we can also have a codependency with our own psychology, within ourselves. We can become codependent on ideas within ourself and in any uh, resolution of any relationship that has come to an end that causes us pain we must confront the codependency dynamic and the way that we we do that is by recognizing that we no longer require anybody outside of ourselves to uphold any idea of who we think we are or are not that move, movement forward is entirely dependent upon the way in which I perceive myself and at this point it is absolutely important that you recognize that you have the ability to stand whole and complete within yourself in this moment you don't require another person or another thing in order for you to feel safe and okay. Furthermore, excited about life. You don't need another person. In codependencies, we can convince ourselves so deeply that we need that person in order to be okay. If I don't have them, it's all going to fall apart. We're just terrified at facing reality on our own. We can also convince ourselves that we cannot exist without that person's love. Sometimes 
Love can leave us. That which we love can change and no longer wish to be in that dynamic with us. And we believe that we can't, we can't have a life as happy or as rich without that person. And this is a misconception. It's just not true. It might feel like reality, but that's just because it was a very deep attachment. It might have been a beautiful, healthy attachment. But an attachment nonetheless that you are not dependent on in order to experience all of yourself in this moment. And so in the process of letting go, what we're seeking to do is to let go into ourself, to recognize that we're whole and complete within ourselves. We have to create the space to explore that, to discover that. Meditation is such an important ingredient in that because it delivers that experience without any intellectual reckoning. It just becomes apparent by virtue of practicing the technique, allowing the mind to go to the place where the technique leads. The truth is revealed. And then you've got a reference point of what you're surrendering into. If you don't have a reference point of what you're surrendering into, it's terrifying. Surrendering can be terrifying, particularly if there is a codependency. Is there anything more specifically you'd like to ask me with regards to that as it relates to your situation? No, 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 that's fine. It's sort of covered it, I think. It's good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you for taking some time to listen to the One Giant Mind podcast. If you're somebody that hasn't yet got a regular meditation practice, One Giant Mind offers a couple of ways in which you can make that happen right now. You can go to onegiantmind.com and have a look at our teacher directory. We've got hundreds of teachers around the world teaching the One Giant Mind Being technique, both in person and online. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get to one of those courses, you could download our free Learn to Meditate app. It's called One Giant Mind. It's got a 12-step course that'll get you started. And if you're already a regular meditator and feel deeply called to bring this beautiful practice into the world, We strongly encourage you to check out our One Giant Mind Teacher Training Academy. We train passionate meditators to become powerful leaders in their community, equipped with tools to empower others to know themselves very intimately. We teach a powerful process of how to run a meditation course and facilitate the building and growing of a community. And we would love to welcome you into our global family of teachers. A special thanks to our show producer, Daniel Tucker, a.k.a. Spiritual Tradie, our music composer, the one and only Ali Liberman, and all of the One Giant Mind team.